T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at bjgeeknation.com. Your wages are being garnished. We can stop that now. It's hard enough to pay your bills when things are good, let alone when a big chunk of your take-home pay is gone before you even get your check. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné, and I can stop the garnishment and get the creditors off your back immediately, often the same day as our consultation. Both Chapter 7 and 13 provide bankruptcy relief, but choosing the right chapter is crucial. In a free consultation, we can create a plan to get your finances back under your control. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. We're getting together again with the Washington State Council of Firefighters and Operation Warm. We're talking coats for kids. Steve, these kids, it's simple. They need coats. Just 20 bucks will put a brand new coat on a kid in need, help their self-esteem, also keep them warm, most importantly. And the Rockaholics are already stepping up, BJ. Our goal is 50000 this season. Haley and Breyer joined the 69 Club, and that's all you got to do is donate $69 or something that involves the number 6 and 9. Nice. $6.90 for all we care, but that's awesome. Jay Swenson, $60 donated to Coats for Kids. Yep. Also, Daniel Sadler, 40 bucks. Two coats right there, taken care of. Thanks to Daniel. Very easy to donate. You can go to KISW.com or you can text on your phone. Just text KISWGIVE to 44321. A few people asked about the texting because they're like, do I just text and then all of a sudden money's taken out? No, it'll, it'll, get, it'll send you then a link so that way you can still decide how much you want to donate because some people were confused by that. Okay, there you go. So you got it. Yes. So either you go to KISW.com or you can get the link sent to you by just texting KISWGIVE to 44321. Want to thank Palace Law for matching 1000 bucks in donations. And again, all the info, and you can donate KISW.com. Let's play Be Migs. It's time to play the game. Woo! So everybody scream his name. Be Migs. Don't be a loser. Be Migs. You're a loser. Happy Monday, everybody. Yeah. Is everyone alive? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, we just remember yesterday. That's the problem. Fair enough. Well, let's get on to playing Beat Migs, because I feel like that might like get us a little more pep in our step. Uh, we have Jeff in Puyallup. Jeff, are you there? Hey, buddies. Okay, so he seems alive. Steve, right. get out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> For those playing at home, Jeff has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you do only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Yeah. Wikipedia officially launched in what early 2000s year? Oh, 2001, 2002? Correct, 2001. The Australian Open is a tournament in which sport? 
Tennis. Correct. What scary movie character has the real name of Charles Lee Ray? That's Chucky. Correct. Child's play. Yeah. What is the second full moon in the month called? Uh, second uh, harvest moon. Nope. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, pass. The headquarters of Volkswagen are in what country? Uh, Germany. Correct. In Finding Nemo, what does Dory suffer from? Uh, forgetfulness, uh, memory loss. Yeah. Um, what does the channel GSN stand for? Uh, grocery something network. No. Uh, I don't know. Pass, pass. What instrument did Paul McCartney primarily play as a member of the Beatles? Bass. Correct. What does the C stand for in the actor's name, John C. Riley? Charles. No. One, two, three, Ooh. four, five, six. Correct. All right. Would you take guitar for an answer on the uh, Paul McCartney question? It was primarily bass, though. It is a guitar, isn't it? That's what I don't know. I mean, that's what I. That's a tough one. That's what I. I be. I would be tripping out thinking. Oh, I didn't mean. You know, you meant a specific. Okay. All right. Well, it'd be like you know, all thumbs or fingers, but not all fingers or thumbs. Situation. Yeah, it's a tough one. I don't know. Hmm. Let's see what Steve said. I thought the one question had had two answers to it. I thought. Well, wait, Steve's in here, so you're going to give him a clue. I know. I know. Shush. Hush up. Right. Yes, sir. Thank you. Steve, are you ready? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes! Wikipedia officially launched in what early 2000s year? 2003. No. 2002. No. 2001. Yes. The Australian Open is the tournament in which sport? Um, Tennis. Correct. What scary movie character has the real name of Charles Lee Ray? Ooh, scary movie. Uh, Charlie Sheen? No. No. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hi, uh, Charles Lee Ray. Uh, David Duchovny. No. David Arquette. No. What is the second full moon in a month called? Uh, The second full moon. No. New moon part two? No, but that's That's awesome. Um, (laughs) The lunar moon. No. The headquarters. The blue moon, yes. Uh, The headquarters of Volkswagen are in what country? Germany. Correct. In Finding Nemo, what does Dory suffer from? Uh, Memory loss. Correct. What does the channel GSN stand for? Game Show Network. Correct. What instrument did Paul McCartney primarily play as a member Gu- of the Beatles? Guitar. No. Bass. Yes. Duh. What does the C stand for in the actor's name, John C. Riley? Charles. No. Um, Corporal. No. Chris. <laughs> no. One, two, three, four, five, six, correct? It is a tie. Oh. I don't know. I thought Blue Moon and Harvest Moon, I thought they were interchangeable. I thought I, Harvest Moon was just in the uh, harvest time. Huh. Oh, that's a that's a good I, question. Boy, we might have to look that uh, up. All right, I'm going to look that up, and I'll get a song later. Okay. If in fact the Blue Moon no. and the Harvest Moon are the same, <laughs> you don't get the, the song attempt ends after the segment. Oh, does it? Yes. All right then. All right then. <laughs> I'm going to ask Google right now. Hurry you it up. You <laughs> yeah, got no you go. pressure. Yeah, no pressure at all. So, what's the uh, argument? I don't battle, even know. Uh, oh, he was battle saying, of South Hill on the line here. That's what's up. Uh, he was saying that couldn't bass, uh, the guitar be an answer to it. But I'm like, but guitar and bass are different. Mm, you got to say bass guitar. Yeah. And I oh, gave the argument you? that like, you know, all finger or all thumbs are fingers, but not all fingers are thumbs. And apparently a blue moon is not the same as a harvest moon. A harvest moon oh. is also known as a blue corn moon. There you go. Oh. I don't want to Google that. Well, <laughs> is, that, is that in the same category as all the right. blue waffle? Yeah. I feel like it is. So <laughs> don't. Well, here's the thing. I 
I got something over here. It says, what's a harvest blue moon? And it actually says, here's what a harvest blue moon is. So wh- who do we believe? That's a tough one. Whoever mean, makes it so that I don't have to hear your song. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yes. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Well, All right, Jeff. Well, have a great day. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, buddy. Bye, guys. Uh, so right. he did, Jeff did get who the character, what scary movie character has the real name of Charles Lee Ray? You were kept saying actors' names, but can you kind of guess what character it would be? What character? Is it the Scream guy? No. <laughs> oh, wait. I was thinking the actual movie scary movie. No. <laughs> so, uh, see, I misheard this one. Chucky. Chucky. Yeah, there yep. you go. Oh, well, isn't I got it in so my sad. head that we were talking about the movie scary movie. Well, that's what's going on up there, isn't it? Well, look, it was a long weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was. A little bit. I think that we've uncovered something. Um, everybody, you know, as you know, and if, if you've ever heard any stories from people that work with Chevy Chase, uh, not a very nice man. A lot of accounts coming out saying not a nice man. I think we know why now. Because Chevy gave an interview where he recalled a time back in 1973 when his fellow SNL cast member, John Belushi, stole his cocaine right from under his nose. <laughs> And I think that's why he's been angry all these years, uh, because Belushi then denied doing it. Obviously, John turned it turned out to be a cokehead. I had a little vial of cocaine, and with a little spoon, I, I had it on the piano. So I'm just playing the piano. Uh, after I played just a little bit, it's gone. <laughs> no idea how or what. Obviously, I was looking at my hands or something at the moment that John <laughs> swooped in and took it. I immediately said, Belush, did you take my Coke? How? What are you talking about? What Coke? What? About a month later, I'm invited to dinner at John and Judy's apartment. And I see my, my little violet empty, just sitting on a shelf there oh. by the books. I'm so glad I just put that stuff aside. I think they call him Belouche. I don't know. I never yeah. heard that nickname. Hey, Belouche. Hey, Belouche. <laughs> and what do you have? Like a, like a, like a, like a custom vial? I that he knew so. that it was his vial of Coke? It had a CC yeah. on it. CC. Yeah. Yeah. Or CCC, Chevy Chase's Coke. Oh, there you yeah. go. Oh, yeah. It's probably engraved. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, that does not make me like Chevy anymore. I mean, really? You know, I mean. That's the thing. I, first, I'm kind of like, you. I'm like, well, maybe that explains why he was such an insufferable douche. So many people say that he was such a jerk. Yeah. I'm like, there was a lot of people that were doing Coke back in those days. They all don't have that reputation that Chevy does. I think Chevy was just an a-hole. It didn't matter if he had substances in him or not. Well, and it's yeah. gone with it's gone with Chevy the rest of his life. <laughs> like even mm-hmm. up until he was doing Community, it was like, yeah, he's not the greatest guy. That's yeah. I know. I don't think it's like the, they say like when someone has like roid rage. Like that, I remember watching a documentary about steroids a long time ago, and it was like, if you're already a jerk, it's going to heighten you being a jerk. Yep. But if you're not a jerk, you're not – the void rage thing is not necessarily the case. Well, I think that uh, that's proof positive. I love the guy that goes, well, everybody knows their pollution was a cokehead. You had obviously a vial you kept your coke in that was so identifiable that you saw it on somebody <laughs> else's shelf. It wasn't like a random one that you got from right. the store or whatever you got from the drug dealer. I do love He's like, it's a little vial of coke. It's totally – you know, that vibe yeah, right. felt like it's totally fine. I wasn't yeah. a cokehead. It was just a little vial. Yeah. Uh, in order to be, uh, because I know this from just, you know, performing back in those days, so many people were on Coke in order to basically stay alert to be able to do the grueling schedule that you needed to do to be a stand up comic act back in the 80s and the uh, late 70s. So I, yeah, I, the idea he's throwing John Belushi under the bus for being a Cokehead. Okay, Chevy. Yeah. I'm so glad I got away from all that. Yeah. Well, you probably were, you know, knee deep into it, like Vicky said, like pretty much everybody. But- 
didn't really get the vibe that he was throwing him under the bus. I think everyone knows that Belushi had his struggles and, and, and it was a, a cokehead. You know what I mean? I yeah, think it was I, just a story. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he was, you know, it just made it feel like, you know, Belushi was just so mad for the stuff that he stole it right out from under me and then denied it. And it's like, uh, okay. Also, Texas brings up a very good point. That doesn't even sound like Chevy Chase. No. It just sounds like no. a very old man. Yeah. If you were to play that audio nuts. and said, guess who this is, I would have no idea. I'm, I'm with you on that. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. This story is trippy because it's straight out of my nightmares. Uh Uh-oh. Because I've always thought, man, would I be able to land a plane if all of a sudden, like, the pilot and everybody just in the co-pilot were incapacitated? I'd um, go with the child on the plane before I'd go with you. Say the answer to that question is no. Yes. I can't blame you guys. And it, by the way, I don't know if you've been invading my dreams, but you're right. It never worked. Yeah. Yeah. It, it never ended. Oh, well so you me. actually took control and it all went. Yeah. They were. I, I had a fight with crash. the guy because here's, you know me. I fought with the guy who's air traffic control because I didn't think he was giving me proper directions. <laughs> oh. And, and meanwhile, yes. everybody's. What gonna, do you know? I saw the movie Airplane. Yeah. yeah. It's the most BJ thing. It really is. It's like, it's, it's <laughs> like I never got a chance because I wouldn't get out of my own way. But this happened in real life. A passenger with no flight experience safely landed a plane at Palm Beach International Airport after the pilot suffered a medical emergency. Now, I know I'm not probably using the right methodology to doing this, but I'd be like, if I'm on a plane, I'm like, okay, who's really good at video games? Okay, you're the person that's going to have to land this plane. Oh, don't think that's a bad thing when all the flight simulators are pretty that, much video things. I'm just figuring if you can handle an Xbox controller, which has got 30 billion buttons on it, yeah. <laughs> you're probably going to have a better shot at, than I can do you're not wrong. on an Atari joystick. <laughs> or if Dave Grohl's on your flight, he could jump up there. Because remember and Learn to Fly, their music yep. video? Oh, yeah. That's a true story. That was my favorite uh, Foo Fighters music video, by the way. Well, that's important to know as you're about to die. Yeah. You know. yeah. So, so, well, guys, I don't know what's going to happen, but if Dave Grohl was here, it would He's be better. Here. Dave Grohl's be, not here, yeah. but we do have a guy with long hair and a beard. It's yeah. close enough. <laughs> and he likes, he likes Foo Fighters, so yeah. what, let's give him a shot. Uh, the pilot on the private plane had gone incoherent, also known as Gone Danny, and um, the passenger was the only other person on board. So it's like a smaller plane, I guess. Oh, oh that makes sense is why there's only one pilot, because that's why they have two pilots, pilot, co-pilot, in case something happens. Yeah. Um, he was able to use the plane's radio to talk to an air traffic controller who'd luckily been a flight instructor. So that does, I guess, make a difference if you know how to train people as opposed to you're just an air traffic controller. What a trip, though. Like you're, you're just usually just there to be like, yep, all clear. And then all of a sudden it's like, dude, hi, um, hi. I'm not the pilot. Uh, can you tell me how to land this? Because we're going down. Yeah. Uh, here's audio of the passenger, Darren Harrison, reporting his problem. I've got a serious situation here about pilot. No idea how to fly the airplane. Uh, Roger, what's your position? I have no idea. I can see the coast of Florida in front of me, and I have no idea. Maintain wings level and uh, just try to follow the coast, either north or southbound. We're trying to locate you. You guys located me yet? I can't even get my nav screen to turn on. It has all the uh, information on it. You guys got any ideas on that? Wow. Wow. 
Wow. I love that part. Like, what's your position? I have no idea. Don't know, uh, sir. <laughs> missionary. <laughs> reverse cowgirl. I don't know, man. First off, I, I would argue, why would you ask a question like that to someone who just said, I don't know what I'm doing? You know, you, you, know you, 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 you can't ask anybody that stuff. You don't know. I don't know what my position. I'm in the plane in the air. Maybe the the pilot had just had a conversation with him before he passed out, being like, "We're we're right over Minnesota." Yeah, we're right over Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, check uh, out the Grand. You know what? Whatever. The guys in Florida are not going to be able to help you out at that yeah. point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're over Minnesota, sir. Yes, I am. If you you're trying to there, land where? There's Miami. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so an aviation expert named John said he hadn't heard of a passenger landing a plane as large and as complicated as this Cessna 208 caravan. This is the first time I've ever heard of one of these being landed by somebody who has no aeronautical experience. The person on the airplane uh, who had no aeronautical experience listened very carefully and obviously followed instructions with great calm. That's what made the difference. Yeah, nerves of steel. Yeah. See, that's the thing, following directions. That's my problem. That's well, why I would never land a plane. And you can't hear anything. I could barely understand what they were saying over the radio at that point. Oh, I'd be done. Can you imagine? I'd no. be like, yo, hold on. Let me pull it up on YouTube. I think that's my best bet. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I can't read yeah. or follow. Com- I, I can't comprehend is there, instructions. Dang it, this plane doesn't have Wi-Fi. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Damn it, I got an ad. I got. Ah, I should have bought the, the, the YouTube Plus. <laughs> Other flights at the airports were held back while Darren made his landing attempt. Uh, check out this audio of a tower operator telling an American Airlines pilot waiting to take off uh, what just happened. You just witnessed a couple passengers land that plane. Did you say the passengers landed the airplane? That's correct. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. No, great job. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's like, <laughs> yes, I don't see a ball of fire anywhere. Good job, everybody. <laughs> Tell him great job and get the F off the tarmac. I need to get going. Yeah. See, I would be that guy going, why are we waiting so long to take off? What the hell? We're the, I mean, we're first in line. What the F? Mm. And then not realizing that, oh, this is a big danger thing. And, you know, I, I would be a disgruntled passenger and yeah. be hating the whole thing, not realizing that, like, this incredible drama was playing out. My yeah. gosh, man, that would be so terrifying. Yeah. Oh, it but I think you, you. I mean, you're in a situation where you have no choice but to do it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's either that or you start praying. I mean, you you go. You know what? It's time for me to you know do my last rites, whatever the heck I do. Just you know accept my fate. Or like Steve said, get her done. See, I would have been like, "Where's the parachute? I'm jumping." I, Where's I the parachute? <laughs> let that guy. Else. That, well, there's only one there's other only person. There's only one on the plane, and he already still. He turned his back on you by passing out. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just going to let the guy who's still alive just crash. Sorry, guy. Well, I put my life in his hands, and look what he did. Yeah, he passed oh, out. Fair enough. Or uh, just grab wow. him, do a tandem. Uh, oh, yeah. That you could land on him, too. That way you could break the fall. Oh, yeah. I hey, saw look, that. And- sorry, sir. You have two broken legs. But but it was that or me just letting you stay in that damn plane you passed out on me on. Yeah. You know, you guys are special people. I like how you, you know, <laughs> you you. no going down with the ship with you guys. Uh, someone calls lifesavers. Yeah. Is that what someone would call you? Yeah, I think someone would call you something else, begin with an A and ending with a hole. But, you know, <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, it's the lukewarm topic of the day. Yeah, passenger, no flight experience, uh, not named Steve or Danny, safely landed the plane after the pilot suffered a medical emergency. I think I'd become a pilot after all that too. Now you already figured out the hardest part. <laughs> You're actually you are right about that. You're right. I feel like landing the plane is the hardest part. Yeah. Uh, At least the scariest part. I mean, I don't know. Our old buddy Randy, who used to work in radio as a pilot, maybe he can tell us if that's not true or not. You know, like what is the hardest part? Um, but we want to know, man. This obviously was a horrifically nerve-wracking experience. That's what it would be for me. So we're wondering, 
What was the most nerve-wracking experience of your life? 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. Derek in Tacoma, you are on the rock. Hey, guys. How's it going? Not too bad. Derek, what you got for us today, buddy? So uh, it all relates back to the military. Um, When I was deployed in Iraq, um, we were on a convoy, and for uh, whatever reason, we had to do a stop. And uh, we have something on the vehicles at that time called a warlock system. And what those do is they actively jam um, certain transmissions. So, like, if uh, um, a... Somebody is calling a roadside bomb. It will block that cell phone call, so the bomb will not detonate. Oh, anyways, whoa, dude! <laughs> you know it's funny. You, you hear about jamming systems like in all the the sci-fi movies and make them ups, but uh, how cool that there's that that exists. Oh, uh, it, it absolutely exists, and uh, it, it is used. Um, I was the the ELO, the electronics warfare officer at the time for um, the company, and. Uh, so as we're stopped, um, we have a toner on a little box that has a little tone, a little beep, 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 and a light on it. And I start hearing that go off. Oh. And I look at it, and I see the light flashing. And um, I'm up in the, the gunner's hatch. I'm looking down in the vehicle. So then I start looking around the vehicle. Um, and on the other side of a guardrail, uh, you could see wires coming out and a 155-millimeter uh, artillery round that was just sitting right there behind the guardrail and i could see um on the the cell phone interface that was popping from those wires that the the faceplate was lighting up and then turning off so you're turning off if not for your jamming abilities that would have gone off that uh, the vehicle would no longer be in existence with everybody in it dude that is the real kicker is That morning, I received the new frequencies that we just got that um, um, the insurgents were using. Oh, wow. Um, and I went back and checked my systems, and one of the three frequencies that I put in that morning was the one that was actively being jammed. Man. So if I did wow. not program it that morning wow. with the new set knows, well, of yeah. frequency jamming, we also would not be here today. Damn. So, so, Derek, I have to ask you, man, because... I have those numbers tattooed on me. Yeah. This is oh, like a memory. Wow. I hadn't <laughs> thought about that. Right. So you definitely... Sure. You, you, you know, a lot of us don't... You know, a lot of us don't get those moments where we go, wow, it, 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 you know what? If it, it, it could have gone either way. We could have, you know, two different roads to travel. Do you now have one of those appreciations for life and maybe, you know, feel like, okay, I'm going to get every bit of wonderful moments out of this and, 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 and not just take it for granted after that to an extent but honestly there's uh for some of us there's so many yeah. of those experiences Damn. Oh, wow. that it, it kind of just becomes the norm Is wow it, so you're you're called it you said you're called an ewo 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 electronics warfare officer don't i wish, they, I I wish there was a way to figure out some like a letter k into yeah, this I knew you were acronym so you could be an ewok because <laughs> yeah. that would be the most amazing command, thing ever. Would just spell it with a k command i legit perked up when you said i thought you were about to say you were called an ewok i'm like that's amazing the military has the coolest nicknames Derek, do not don't yeah. don't encourage him because I, I need to think of a uh, k acronym to add to the end of that so cool. yeah. you're cool with the k cool with a k yeah. there you go ewoks for life oh yeah i appreciate the call Derek, and thank you for your service that uh wow 
Yeah, I mean, that's wow. a wow. And how about I, he says it's the norm? The norm is, is you're just driving a vehicle and you hope you got the right frequency that you can jam. And here I think it's nerve wracking to like pretend fight my friend in front of a bunch of people at a <laughs> wrestling event, but it doesn't come anywhere near that. But you're so good at it. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, that is just the whole, man, what a mind F, right? Yeah, you know, a lot of thoughts are going through my mind right now when I hear a story like that, which just, you know, I, uh, whew. All right, how about this one? Yeah. Also very nerve-wracking. So it's my most nerve-wracking experience, playing a board game with B.J. Shea. Oh, that's, oh uh, dude, yeah. That's right. one of those social deductions. Yeah, if, if you're playing a social deduction game like The Resistance. I wouldn't do it. No. It's, uh, it's, it's fantastic. Well, unless you, unless you learn how to troll BJ and you just don't say anything the yeah. whole time. That's what I do. That's, hey, look there's, look, there's no wrong way to play games like that, Danny. That's what I try to tell Fair everybody. Enough. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to win, and as long as you – without kicking somebody in the eyeball, I think you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I don't know board games. I know playing poker with BJ was very nerve-wracking. <laughs> That's because you're a luck-bombing loser. <laughs> so one of us made it to the final table That's of that charitable I mean. poker tournament, and you know, it wasn't you. There's, there's <laughs> nothing to irritate somebody who thinks they know what they're doing. Watch somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. And admittedly, it's not like you try to come off like you knew what you were doing. No, I'm not like uh, Peter Poker. Like I'm <laughs> Peter well, you Poker. Are, but all not, right, but not new porn name, everybody. <laughs> Peter Poker, everybody. Uh, which is uh, is that is that Spider Man's new identity in the porn universe? No, yes. that's Peter Porker. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, uh, I will tell you that uh, I um, I think that, uh, that Derek has given me a new appreciation of whatever I think is really nerve wracking is probably not. Oh, right. Yeah. And man, we got to figure out a way to add a K to their title. All right, I'm going to let you work on that because yeah. you care Ewok. about it. Ewoks for life. I don't want to ruin it by using that horrible word. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. How much does bankruptcy cost? Usually with my office, we we do a flat fee that includes all your court costs, filing fees, credit counseling, credit reports in one cost. In Chapter 13 cases, that usually starts at about $900 uh, with Chapter 7 cases. So total costs, including all your court costs, attorney fees, is usually about $1,500. We offer payment plans on Chapter 7, so you can start a file with my office for as little as $200. You can send your creditor calls to us. We'll take your creditor calls while you get gather up your information and, and pay, make payments on the rest of the fees. With Chapter 13 cases, uh, we can make payment arrangements in most cases as well and get your case filed even sooner in a Chapter 13 case because of the reorganization aspect to it. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.